Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast, presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Give me the Man, it's cold outside. I mean, it is just brutal outside. I know we've had days that have been colder than what we're going through right now. I mean, two years ago, it was 20 below one morning in Fayetteville. But it is really cold. I mean, it changed. The wind blew through. The snow started. And everybody's dealing with it right now. I know people like wintry weather right around Christmas, and far be it from me to be Scrooge on Christmas weekend, but uh, it's a little bit too cold for me. I'll be glad when it warms up a little bit, but we'll get through it. Hope everybody is at your Christmas destination. Let's just put it that way. Hopefully, you're already there. If you're not, I know a lot of people are going to be traveling over the next couple of days. It may not be ideal for travel, so be careful out there. Everybody's trying to get where they're going, so uh, hopefully everybody will have a great weekend and uh, enjoy their Christmas holiday together, and the weather won't be so bad that we won't be able to get where we need to go. Now, as we begin today, obviously this is going to be our final edition before Christmas. I'm going to try to put a bow on recruiting. But I don't know that that's entirely possible, given that it is going to continue for the next several weeks. In fact, we're going to play a soundbite a little bit later from Sam Pittman, which kind of drives home the point that this is going to continue perhaps even beyond spring practice. We may not have the complete makeup of the Razorback roster until we get to May. Isn't that hard to believe? But that may be where we are, and we'll, we'll hear from Coach Pittman coming up in just a few minutes. But we are glad you're with us for this Friday edition of the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. As always, we are presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. And as always, we are brought to you in part by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. A lot of stuff going on in the sports world right now, and it's a good thing that Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. All right, let's talk about a little football. Sam Pittman kind of, uh, well, he met with the media on Wednesday, and he kind of put a, at least a temporary wrap on what's going on, maybe for the holidays, and that's about it. When you look at the numbers, when you look at what Arkansas's done with this recruiting class, they signed 23 players, uh, this, or at least 23 so far this week. That includes four, tra- four players that they've gotten out of the transfer portal. I think when we got to the end of the last season, this season, and I know there's still a bowl game, but essentially, you know, what we had is is in the past now because the roster's changed so much. But I think when you look at this past season, as Coach Pittman said on Wednesday, two areas, two areas that are really glaring. One is the secondary. When you look at Arkansas defensively, that's the glaring area where you've got to improve. And offensively, they've got to get better in short yardage. You know, part of that is because Arkansas struggles sometimes to throw inside that box. And um, as Coach Pittman said, somehow, some way, they lost their physicality, or at least some of it, during the course of this season. That affected them there. They've hired a new strength coach. They've hired a new nutritionist. Um, you know, he spoke directly about those two areas and said he felt like they needed to get a whole lot better. Those are things we don't see, but we obviously see the finished product when they play in a game. 
And then they dealt with the defense on the recruiting trail. You know, when you look at what they've signed, six defensive backs. If that's the area of greatest need, that you know, when you go out and recruit, that ought to be the area that you focus on the most. And they did that. They signed six defensive backs. They signed four defensive linemen. And they signed three linebackers. Um, now, obviously, when you're talking about high school kids, it's very difficult for those guys to come in and give you much right off the bat. You may develop them as that first season rolls along if they're exceptional. But, you know, you can't count on a true freshman to say, all right, he's going to shore us up at corner. You know, that's, that's not a realistic expectation. But you do have some players that you can develop here. And they're going to do a lot more, more, more work in the portal. In fact, I want to go to a cut from Sam Pittman on Wednesday when he's talking about what's left in terms of what they plan to do. I think we need to get another lineman. We need to get a tight end. Certainly wide receivers, we may need two or three coming out of there. Defensive backs, we've got to get a few. Linebackers, all these guys on our team I like, but we just don't have any depth with the guys leaving and with guys going to the NFL and things of that nature. But linebackers there, and I think we've got the pass rusher that will help the pass rushers that we have, but I think we'd probably need to go inside and get another big man as well. That's probably talking about 10 or 12 guys, and we have those scholarships available. So obviously they've still got a lot out there. They've got numbers available. They've got guys that... I'm sure they have in mind right now, and they are going through that portal every day. There's, I'm sure, a lot of movement right now on the recruiting front that we don't know about, and there needs to be because uh, they do have to revamp this roster, and as we're going to talk about a little bit more, it's, it's going to be an ongoing process. I want to talk to you for just a second, though, about my friends at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. Now, you know, they've been with us from the very first to Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast, and you know, they've been my friends for a long time. I partnered with them to sell a home. I partnered with them to buy a home. And they're also a wonderful part of the, of the, uh, of the Northwest Arkansas community. They started a program a few years ago where they take as a company a portion of their proceeds from the closing costs and their participating agents' proceeds from the closing costs, and they donate that to Arkansas Children's Northwest. They started this a few years ago, and as time's gone by, they've donated almost a quarter million dollars to Arkansas Children's Northwest. So not only are they real estate professionals, not only do they know how to get you from contract to close, they understand what it means to be a good member of the community as well. They've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale and Bentonville. They're in Fort Smith. They've recently opened an office in Branson, Missouri. And as always, you can log on to WeikertGriffin.com. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Basketball is back, and Bet Online is your number one source. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB. MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online, where the game starts. Alright, let's look ahead to what's coming up on the football recruiting front. You know, it hasn't been that long ago when you know, you had your one signing period in February. 
and you had a big signing event. Everybody had it that first Wednesday in February. We'd go to Little Rock. We'd have one in Fayetteville. You'd go all over the state, and you'd talk about this recruiting class, and other schools did it the same way. And then it was over. I mean, it was over. You know, you might have a couple of guys that would sign maybe a day or two after the opening of the signing period in February, but that was it. By Friday of that week, it was done. You know, you think about what's happened this week. Signing period began on Wednesday, wrapping up today on Friday. You know, it's basically, you know, it's a three-day window. But most of the schools will sign, certainly of their high school players, the bulk of their class. Now, the transfer portal is making it to where you got to keep recruiting, as Coach Pittman was talking about. But it's just so much different now. It's hard to imagine that Arkansas's roster would uh, not be complete until after the transfer portal period, which begins after everybody's completed spring practice. I mean, it's just nuts. So as he says, you've got to keep some scholarships available. The good part of that on the very backside is, you know, perhaps you've got a walk-on that earns a scholarship and you've got one to give him. Uh, It's nice when you're able to do that. You're not always able to do that, but it's nice when you can. But more than anything, you got to you know, you got to save some scholarship spots for players who've decided they're going to leave after their team spring practice. So there's just a lot to sort through. It's not done. I like what they're doing right now. Um, there are still things to iron out in terms of the defensive coaching staff, what it's going to look like under Travis Williams. Those things, I would imagine, will happen pretty quickly after the Liberty Bowl. But in terms of players and personnel and everybody that they're going to be coaching, Uh, we're not going to know all that for a while. All right, let's move over to basketball. Razorbacks went into the Christmas break Wednesday night. They blew away North Carolina Asheville. Arkansas has been so dominant on the defensive end the past couple of games, and I don't know that that really sums it up. Listen to this. In the last two games, points off turnovers, the last two games combined, Arkansas 69, their opponents 14. I mean, that that really goes beyond dominance if you want to get right down to it. 16 steals against Bradley, 15 against North Carolina Asheville. Moss likes where his team is right now, and you can understand why. I do think that this kind of closes a chapter on non-conference. Obviously, we still have Baylor, but I kind of look at that. It's in the middle of conference. It's a really good opponent. We're three points away from being undefeated. I thought our schedule was harder this year than it had been in it, in the other years that that at least that I've been here. I'm really pleased, but that chapter's kind of over now, and we have to open on the road, and the LSU coaching staff's done a great job. I've been really impressed with the changeover on their roster and how hard they play, and you know, he's brought some of the guys that were with him at his prior program, and they've done a really good job. I've been impressed with them, and we got to try to figure out how to how to play well in Baton Rouge. That's our the next and only thought process. I know the Razorbacks played again without Nick Smith, and I'm going to be interested to see what happens when we get into conference play next week as, you know, the big games, so to speak, come on the schedule now. Um, What's this pain management thing going to look like? Um, I know people are frustrated by this. I share your frustration if you want to know the truth on this. Um, I'd like to know when I go to the arena and prepare to do a game whether or not You know, he's going to be out there. Uh, So I find out kind of like the rest of you. I think there's this misconception among Razorback fans right now that 
those of us who work around the program or the media that cover the program know what the situation is, and they're just not saying. They're forbidden from saying. That's just not true. I can tell you with 100% honesty, I have no earthly idea what exactly is going on with Nick Smith Jr. I have no earthly idea. Now, I do understand this new game enough to know that many decisions are made by outside forces, people that aren't even part of the program. I know that's how it works now. And it's, um, it's a frustrating thing to watch for fans. What I hope, and this is really all that I hope, because, look, I was here before Nick Smith, and I plan on being here after Nick Smith, and I know a lot of you do too. But here's what I hope, is that when his time at Arkansas is done, that people remember him for what a great player he was and not for wondering every time there was a ball game if he was going to play. Now, I got a hunch that as we get into conference play, this may not be quite as big an issue. It would make sense that it's that way. I say I have a hunch. I probably shouldn't go that far. It makes sense to me that perhaps we would see more of him in conference play as you know you get into the so-called bigger games. But but we're just going to have to see. Um, I know this. He's 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 a generational talent in many respects, and everybody's uh, you know everybody's wanting a piece of the pie, and I know how that works too. So um, unfortunately, at least so far. It's been a great mystery. Um, Again, with the big games looming, I'm going to be as interested as you are uh, to find out if something, uh, you know, if this this turns into something that lasts all season long. All right, back to the defense for a minute. You know, Arkansas's defense right now, I think, is what gives them a chance, with or without Nick Smith, to make a deep run in the NCAA tournament. You know, when I look at college basketball right now, when I look at the Southeastern Conference in particular, there are a lot of great teams out there who on specific nights can look like teams capable of winning the national championship. I've watched Alabama play two or three times this year. There have been some games where I've looked at them and I've thought that team could win it all. And then there have been some games when I've watched them and I've thought they could lose in the first round. There's not been a single moment this year when I've watched the Razorbacks when I've thought they would lose in the first round. Um, I'm not saying there aren't weaknesses that will be exposed. There are a lot of great coaches in our league. There are a lot of great players in our league. No team's perfect. And this team's going to have some blemishes that are probably exposed as we move through the year. But I think they're in a position to make a deep run. I think it's their defense that gives them a chance, and I think Moss agrees with that. I think we've really been, practices have been real work on trying to create turnovers. But I do think that just our length, I think Anthony guarding point guards with his length helps, and Ricky's got great quickness and length, and obviously Devo, in my opinion, is as good as on-ball defender as there is in the nation. Jordan does a good job. And then with Makai, he's a high steel player, too, at his position. When you get into conference play, for the most part, teams take a little bit better care of the ball. So, the Razorbacks have lost only one time. LSU's coming up next Wednesday night. It's going to be an 8 o'clock tip-off, and here we go. Everything's conference play now, with the exception of the SEC Big 12 Challenge game at Baylor, which is certainly not going to be a pushover. But this team's going to be fun to watch. They have been so far. It seems to me when you think back to what happened in Hawaii, when you think about that Oklahoma game, and even the game in North Little Rock, although Bradley wasn't as good an opponent as some of those others, they like to rise to the occasion. They like the bright lights, and I think that's going to serve them well. 
All right, we are brought to you today, at least in part, by Bet Saracen and the Bet Saracen app. And I know a lot of you are watching the bowl games. You got big ball games coming up this weekend in the NFL. You want to make sure that you're ready to go, and that's why you need to download the Bet Saracen app if you've not done so already. Now, I know there are Vegas odds. We talk about Vegas odds. But if you're going to bet them legally, you've got to be in Vegas. And there are laws in our state that prevent these big national betting apps from operating in our state. So uh, that leaves the Bet Saracen app. And the Bet Saracen app is where you need to go for the latest info. And if you're one of those who likes to make a little wager on your favorite game, you're going to need to download the app. It's very simple. There's going to be a how-to-play video. They'll fix you up, and you'll be ready. Speaking of football, Missouri, as they say north of the line, Missouri takes on Wake Forest in the Gasparilla Bowl tonight. Tampa, Florida, wouldn't be a bad place to be today. Wake Forest is a two-point favorite. The SEC's 0-1 in the bowl game so far after Florida lost to Oregon State out in Vegas. And the NFL plays tomorrow. There are three games on Sunday, but the bulk of the NFL schedule is tomorrow. The luster of the Cowboys-Eagles game is gone because there's not really anything on the line. The Cowboys, according to the Betts, Harrison app, are actually a five-point favorite. And that's in large part because Jalen Hurts is not going to play. Gardner Minshew is going to start for Philadelphia. They're probably going to rest a lot of other guys. I suspect Dallas is going to win the game. But it's not going to mean anything in terms of the standings and all that. Dallas is in the playoffs now. So, um, you know, every game means something. I shouldn't say it's a meaningless game. I don't want to fall into that trap. But uh, it doesn't mean as much, certainly, as it did, uh, or at least we hoped it would during the course of the season. All right, that's going to do it. I hope everybody has a great holiday season. Christmas is coming up. Hope you've got your shopping done. Have an opportunity to be with your family. Now, we will reconvene for the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast next week from the Bluff City. We will be in Memphis for the Liberty Bowl. In fact, it'll be a game day edition of the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast before the Razorbacks take on Kansas at the Liberty Bowl. We'll talk then. Until then, thanks for listening. Give me an H. Give me an O. Give me a G. Give me an S. What's that spell? Give me the hugs, Chuck. <laughs> this podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.